just to launch this conversation. This is our playground. They have spontaneous conversations. They don't plan this. I mean, there's actually something sort of spiritual about that. What's he do? He's a human being. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a sexist feminist. We should be friends. (laughs) And good evening, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters and people around the world. And that always sounds so self-aggrandizing, but it's sort of true. It's true. Um, The whole world is listening. (laughs) Welcome to... We got the whole world in our radio station. In our hands. Yeah. I love that song. Um, welcome to what's going to be our final episode of the Robin Kelly Show for 2016. That's right. This is the final show of the year. Good evening. Welcome to the year-end extravaganza, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be... It's, There'll <laughs> be cash and prizes that you'll get next year. Right, exactly. We make promises, promises, promises. Um, but we'd like to thank... I just uh, got a little review here from um, Sam of the people in various countries that are listening. So we welcome beside, uh, the United States, certainly, uh, Norway, Argentina, Germany, Serbia, Korea, Singapore, and Greece, New York. Which sounds pretty exotic. Of course. There's a lot of, uh, yeah, I mean, I know a lot of those towns that are named after um, Greek or Roman um, cities Yeah, um, yeah. in upstate New York, but I've yet to hear of Greece. So welcome to everybody. We're happy to have you all with us. You either go to Ithaca or you go to Greece. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And this is also, I know I asked you this a few times today, I don't know exactly, but this may be around our 75th show. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. You know, it's funny because I was listening to the opening. I'm like, who are these people? It sounds like kind of fun and interesting. I'm interested in the show, even though we're doing the show. Well, that's a good sign. Yeah. It's like you have that that third person experience with yourself. (laughs) Do you do that when you look in the mirror? You're like, he's really I do that so often. People are like, no, you're Rob. (laughs) Say it with me. Rob. Um, but yes, it's, it's definitely, it's a little like I'm looking at you now, I'm getting a little, I don't know, I'm all over a little melancholy. It's, yeah, well, it's interesting. We, we go ahead. What were you going to no, say? No, this is our second year I that know. we're doing like an end of the year show and, and heading into a new year. And it's been so great. It's been, it's been one of the most valuable experiences of my life and I'm not just underestimating it or minimizing it. This has been really fantastic. So thank you, Callie. Back at you. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, talkradio.nyc. Yes, and thank you. And before I forget, I'm so glad I remember because I forgot this on the Thanksgiving show. (laughs) Thank you to all of our listeners. We really appreciate you listening to the show. Without you listening, we wouldn't be doing a show. Yeah, no, absolutely. Or we'd be talking to ourselves (laughs) back on the phone like we used to. (laughs) Which we're kind of kidding. We're still good at doing, but it makes a world of difference to know that we may be connecting with even one or two people out there. And, um, you know, we know there's a lot more of you and we really do appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well said. So we decided tonight that we wanted to do a year-end review, and, you know, the muse in my brain was, well, you know, all the entertainment shows do it, and the magazines do it. You've got Time Magazine and Access Hollywood and, you know, and everything in between. Right. Um, so we thought we'd do our own version of a year-end review. I don't know how, I, I think it's going to be a little bit different. For That's one. right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah we're going to do like a countdown of the top five lessons we each learned. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, but... In general, how you been? How are things? Um, you were in L.A. I was in L.A., so um, which uh, was amazing. Yeah, for 10 days, actually. It was um, what spawned the trip was work, um, a little gig that I did, a three-day shoot that I did out there. But because I lived there for nine years and it was a big chapter of my life, I have a good tribe out there, some very dear old friends. And so I extended my stay on both sides of the work and was actually there for 10 days. And... It was so special, and um, you know, I said it's actually the best ten days I've had in a, in years, which Good. is you know sobering yeah. and um, and important to pay attention to. Yeah, and I think a lot of the reason had to do with. You know, first of all, just in a good flow between the work was good, did some extracurricular work, schmoozing, some nice meetings. And I would say mostly between besides the weather, the lifestyle, the good food and the fact that I could hike and bike every day, which is always one of my favorite. Those are my favorite pastimes among my favorite pastimes Right. that I um, saw every single person I saw. For, and who has, bre- you know, I don't have breakfast meetings unless I'm out there and I'm on jet lag time. So for me to, right. even t- you know, have a breakfast date is like f- a joke, if you know me. Right. Because um, I don't roll out for anything like that. But every breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, hike, everything that I did was with somebody who was a 
deep meaning to me, more than I even realized yeah. going out there. Um, these are not people that I'm all actively in touch with, but have so much history with, um, probably because they were the early stages of my career. We cut our teeth together. Maybe it's just because we truly had deep, you know, enriching friendships. But what a gift. I mean, it was so, like, every single, every conversation was real and meaningful and present and fulfilling and deep. Yeah. You know, like every day. And for me, that's a good day. I know for some people that might be a little too much for me. That's a really good day when I can keep feeling like that. So yeah. that's probably why most of it, you know, why it felt so gratifying. Then I've come back and I'm, you know, I talked to you on the phone too. Yeah. like I've been crying all day. I've got all the real life stuff to deal with. And right. You know, a little bit of a little bit of a dip. Right. How about you? Well, I was just going to say, though, that when you were saying everything was so great out there, it reminds me of something um, someone said to me recently about everything is more fun when you're with people that you like being around Mm. so it's like whatever you do can be better um but there is you know there's that energy out there in the west coast that's just different i was thinking maybe the last time that you felt this way was when you were in portland last time yep that's the closest i've come in a really long time yeah so portlandia if you need like extras (laughs) for the background you can fly (laughs) us out fred you you know you're listening we'll definitely we love you portland we'd love to do the show and uh, get some (laughs) fresh home-cooked meals while we're there you know but um yeah but yeah, so, um, and then Callie and I were joking around. I was saying that sometimes when I've gone to LA and I'm flying back, when mm-hmm. I start, when we start flying over Pennsylvania and like you said, you see all the lights all of a sudden. Oh yeah. I can feel it's like a punch in the gut. Like my body tightens up from the density of the lights as opposed to the wide open darkness or light your space. Yeah. 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 So it's like, you know, you start flying over Pennsylvania you know, and all of a sudden you can just feel the New York tension. You know, you can feel the intensity of the city already. Um, but I'm glad you had a good trip. Thank I'm, you, I'm glad you're feeling better. You know, Callie and I have been doing this show now. And, <laughs> um, you know, I have to say that um, when we're planning shows, when we're thinking about shows, we're trying to be as transparent as possible. But we're also trying to be as inspirational as possible. So when we thought of this show tonight, you know, we were talking about lessons and sometimes lessons, you know, have some negative points to it or some feelings that don't feel that great or things that have happened that aren't that great. But we're hoping that we can provide some inspiration as well. They're always at the top of our list to just share the shit. Yeah. That's really how we roll. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're thinking there's got to be a <laughs> least one or two people out there like oh yeah I'm not the only one you know yeah I think also I'm just going to interject for a second I think I can speak for both of us you know I think we've gone through but a good portion of our lives feeling like we're too much for most people right I mean is that fair to say for you yeah you know we're pretty heavy and we're a lot you know we're just we're sensitive and we're deep and we you know that's how we connect it doesn't mean we don't laugh and have fun and can't be very light-spirited but that's sort of our makeup and so you know when you go a whole lifetime like that and then you can selfishly create your own radio show and talk about whatever you want as deep as you want and maybe actually touch one or two people that connect in the process you know right that's why we do this right and then the other people are like god they're so deep i don't know if i can listen (laughs) to this anymore they're not listening yeah they're like where's michael Dolce show (laughs) about comic books you know I I gotta listen to something like but it's interesting when you say that because I used to think I was too much for people in the sense that I was too serious and maybe I was like I was very sensitive and um you know I would get hurt feelings or take things personally and I've done a lot of work to where I just don't get triggered like that so much I don't take things so personally I try and find the humor I try and laugh as much as I can and I'm a lot lighter what I find these days which it actually pertains to one of my lessons about allowing myself to be who I am. I find that the older I'm getting, the tougher the holidays are to be single. Mm. That's what I'm finding. And it's something where like I was judging myself like, well, I should be getting better at this. And it's like, well, this is one of the things that's still a little challenging to deal with as I get older, you know, when I'm single and just don't have a special someone to share the holidays with. So why did I even bring that up? Because, oh, because what I've been realizing is, bye, Hong, see ya. (laughs) Sam's wife is leaving. Anyway, so um, um, what I'm realizing is that sometimes I think I'm too much for that future girl. I'm Mm. like, what girl is going to put up with me and my stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's where my thinking goes lately. Not that I'm too much for everybody, but it's like, 
thinking about myself settling down, living with someone, getting married possibly. It's like, what girl's going to deal with me? Now, I'm totally pushing aside the fact that, you know, I'm funny as anything, got a great personality, you know, all the good things. You're cute. Yeah, thank you. I, you know, I was being very humble, bringing all that up. But it's, it's like, that's how we sort of, we don't see like a balance in who we are, you know? So that was one of the lessons for me that I'm bringing up very early is to allow myself to just be who I am, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Because the more, um, and I can relate to that too. Too, um, there was a time when I, I, I just you triggered a total memory for it was when I was living in LA actually it was in the 1990s and I was seeing a guy it was kind of an on the slide little affair with somebody that I was working with and we were friends you know I really liked him but we weren't meant to be romantic long time whatever but I remember thinking to myself once it was in this moment where I thought oh my gosh is anyone on this planet ever going to am I going to have to ratchet myself down what man is ever going to want to receive all of this this whole emotionality and just how I'm made yeah and um as I've gotten older and more self uh possessed and more comfortable in my own skin that people start showing up friends and lovers yeah. and you know that so yeah. I think it really again it works from the inside out yeah and then they start coming but it but the first lesson is I think to your point that we need to give ourselves permission to be who we are in the fullest capacity of whatever that is and accept it for ourselves, love it for ourselves. Yeah, it's like my friend Melissa talks about all the time, don't judge it, whatever it is, whether it's a part of you, whether it's a part of somebody else, don't judge it, just kind of allow it, you know? And this year I um, I started EMDR therapy for post-traumatic stress and to sort of alleviate that more with this particular kind of therapy and it could be pretty heavy, you know, and, and what the therapy is, is um, it's a way to deactivate triggers, especially when you've been through traumatic events in your life, which unfortunately I have like other people. And um, and uh, so with the therapy, though, like sometimes I get to have a session and I feel better. But then a couple of days later, I feel worse mm, comes up and it's like so lately I've been a little sad and it's like. You know, as a life coach and as a guy who's spiritual, sometimes I start judging that. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be sad or I shouldn't feel sad around the holidays. And it's like, dude, look around. I mean, like, you know, people are still sad about the election. It's like I'm allowed to have negative feelings, which we've talked about before in the show. But it's really important to allow that because, you know, the pain is in the resistance we talk about on the show. And it's important to sort of just allow the thoughts and feelings and then you can move to a better place. Yeah, no, amen to that. I was just in a um, like a card store across the street just getting a few gifts and cards and, you know, it's bustling and all the people there working there wearing their cute little Christmas sweaters and everyone's got a perky little look on their face and wishing everybody a happy holiday and it feels nice. And then, you know, it takes me three seconds to sort of like look beneath the surface and sort of scout around for the energy of what are people really feeling. And right. it's always, it's a mixed bag. You know, it's it's um, to put that kind of pressure on yourself, whether it's at the holidays or any time to be or feel anything that you're not. Like you said, it's just it's resistant. Yeah. And it doesn't really buy anything. Yeah. So our first lesson, right? Our first lesson is before we go to break. Allow yourself. Do you. Do you. Right. And and yeah, just allow yourself. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about our low point and our high point of the year. We'll be right back. And welcome back, everybody, to our final edition of The Robin Kelly Show for the year 2016. And as Sam so aptly reminded us um, before we went on the air tonight, numerologically speaking, 2 plus 1 plus 6 in numerological terms equals 9, which is a an ending, a completion. So for whatever that means to you, if you want to take that into your own sort of meditation or just perspective about um, when you look back at the year, this can be um, sort of tying up of loose ends, ending of things that you kind of want to purge or, you know, you hope um, don't remain or carry over into the next year, however you'd like to interpret it. I just wanted to point that out. Um, So we lied a little bit. Well, I made Rob into a little bit of a liar um, based on the tease for the highs and the low points. I think we're going to postpone that just for a minute because you so beautifully inadvertently segued into one of my big lessons of the year when you were talking about just feeling feeling one way and the other, you know, during few, you know, you feel good. And then a few days later, there's a delayed reaction and whatever. And just sort of embracing that is the non-duality for me has been a huge lesson this year. And it's a word that's really come into sort of my daily sensibility. Um, It's not even a word that I understood. I always understood the word duality um, or dichotomy because I've always felt like I was living on, you know, so many different sort of 
in, in so many different layers, at, you know, during at the same time. And then I learned that, you know, there is a practice, we don't, and I don't even, I don't know that I can do it justice, but there is a proper um, school based on a lot of ancient modalities that have um, been put together, the best have been plucked together to create a school that focuses on um, non-duality. And I've been a little intro- introduced to it a little by some people that I know peripherally. But what it really means is just embracing everything that's going on with you and be, having it all be okay. So, you know, you could be in a really good mood and then feel really sad. You could have somebody in your life that you just, who drives you bonkers and you really just want to run away from, and then they could be the person that warms your heart and fills you up, you know, the following day. And all of that is okay. Instead of having to look at it like a, there's a decision that has to be made or some reconciliation or I can't, I'm confused um, you know, I've really learned to, and, and with myself, the view of that I have of myself just to embrace all of it. So mixed feelings, you could be going to Christmas dinner and there's a part of you that's dreading it because so-and-so is going to be there. But at the same time, you know, there's a little part of you that's looking forward to the warmth of that whole family experience. And both of those things are okay and they can coexist right. in your brain and in your heart together. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. It's like, I, I have an expression to colorize your thinking or colorize your life. So it's like adding colors to it rather than being black and white. Mm. That's how it sounds when you're talking about it. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Can you connect with the non-duality thing? Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of times I have black and white thinking and I catch myself going to extremes in my thinking and, and not having enough colors, you know, and to sort of remember that there's a, you can have two different feelings or lots of different feelings about the same thing. You can have lots of different thoughts about the same thing, some of them conflicting or seemingly conflicting. But yeah. it's, you know, we all have different parts of ourselves. Yeah. So it's not just like you said, you know, one or the other. It can be lots. Yeah. Things can suck and things can feel good all in the same time. I think it was actually an old friend of mine slash old boss, which I'm going to digress for a second because that's what we do. Our whole show is a, digre- yeah. <laughs> it's a digression on some level, right? Yeah. Um, they could uh, call this show The Digression. I want to celebrate. Well, I'm just because I saw two old bosses of mine when I was in Los Angeles. Um, both of my one was my first television boss and one was uh, shortly thereafter. And both and both of them have come back into my life in little bits and pieces, you know, over the last like um, few years. Um, and then I have another one that's local who's an old boss slash mentor. And now I'm thinking of somebody else who um, just popped into my mind for this part of the, the non-duality thing that I'm going to mention in a second. But I want to do a shout out. I don't even know if they're listening. I'm just realizing that I've had this real you know, aha, revelatory moment of just the preciousness of these people in my life, you know, that um, have really, first of all, I've been so grateful to be able to see or be back in touch with. And to think that after so many years have gone by where I was their employee and an insecure problem, an insecure one at the time that I was working for most of them, I hadn't found my own voice yet and my own creative confidence yet. And now to know them as adults and peers and to look at them in a more um, objective way and see that they're like total kindred spirits. And there's a reason we all came together and they're all like these, just these beautiful souls. I just have to say that was really, so one of them now, another one I'm thinking of, um, who I haven't seen in a little while, once said to me, very spiritual guy, very enlightened guy. And he was talking about the 360 approach. Like you can be your three, you know, your 360 person. Cause I was probably explaining something to him about a circumstance in my life and how I couldn't understand how I can be this way and this way. And I'm, you know, I'm feeling this about this. And at the same time, and he just said, you're a 360 person and best to not have to decide or sort of attach or find some, you know, smart, um, kind of conclusive, way of describing it or sitting with it in your own brain. I used to have to kind of find the right words to, um, as I'm trying to do now to kind of embody whatever it was I was going through. And he said, you don't have to, you're just all of these things at the same time. And that's what it is. Right. That was my early lesson in in non-duality. Right. That's, and that's such an LA thing to say. Oh, he's a, he's a, he's a New York guy, the 360 guy. Oh, so there goes my whole point, (laughs) but make it anyway. That's such a New York thing to say. You're a 360 (laughs) person. No, but it is kind of LA. Like, you know, that's how they talk. Well, he belongs out West. He has an affinity, but he's a New Yorker. Well, everybody thinks I'm from California, even though I'm like (laughs) born and raised New Yorker. So like, go figure. Um, anyway, so we're quickly going to talk about our low point and high point of the year. My low point of the year was probably just starting a new business to pay the bills, recruiting, waiting on commissions, stuff like that. Just get a flow of, of more commissions and money going in the sense of a new career. That was kind of challenging. Things are paying off fine now, but there's a little bit of waiting there. And 
and just, you know, learning a lot. So that was a bit of a low point. Um, and then the high point was engineering and co-hosting our show one mm. night. That's something I hadn't done since I was in college over 20 years ago. So that was a great high point, something that I was looking forward to my my whole life. So nice. that was a real gift. Shout out to W, was it JPZ in Syracuse? Yes. Yeah. Z89. Ooh, that sounded good. From the top of Mount <laughs> Olympus. If only they would take us back. I was WAER, the other radio station. Hey. If only they'd both give us jobs right now. I'm not I, state New York. I used to do Marathon Monday, 89 songs in a row. It was like great. Anyway, what about you? What was your low point? You know, and high I'm trying, trying to think about this. I'm having a hard time because part of me, again, doesn't want to like give any of this words anymore. But, yeah. you know, I mean, um, I think mine has been it, it hasn't been a particular I could name a particular moment or there was just a general also tone and sort of pal to my whole year, which is just um, a, just being in a tough challenge place professionally, right. really and creatively slash financially. And. Um, I would say from that, the lowest of low had to have been um, on my birthday on Yom Kippur when I had these major outbursts of hysteria, deep, deep, deep old stuff coming up because I got triggered once by a rejection to something that I thought was going to be a huge business prospect. And one was um, from a romantic disappointment slash, yeah, sort of little mini heartbreak. Right. Um, and both of them triggered the deep residual sense of rejection that had accumulated in me for so long, right. just having gone through what I've been through in the last few years. Right. Um, and also, if you want to back it up, I'm sure in, in a life, right? Because we all have our reservoirs of stuff that we hold on to. And one trigger and one incident when you're going to heave and cry that much is not just about that particular incident, right? Right. So while those were my low points, I would say they were also on some level my high points because then... You know, and this is the part of me that wants to be Pollyanna and not be too, you know, sound too uh, negative. Um, they cleared the space and they helped me um, get a lot of that residual muck out of my body, which I'm always a huge believer in. Right. And so they were opportunities, even though they felt like shit while they were happening. Right. So, um, yeah, I would say I, that that's my those are my low points. I thought you were going to say your low point was when TMZ was hounding you at the <laughs> L.A. airport and you're like, could you guys give me fucking five minutes to myself? Yeah, I walked up the plane and they recognized my voice and yeah. my Robin Callie show T-shirt and they started that's, hounding there me. There she is. <laughs> we wish forget about lady gaga there's Callie. <laughs> although i never want to lose my anonymity which is why you know i like that yeah. i like audio world as opposed to my whole video past i kind of like the audio yeah, world as my yeah. anonymity. but yes they were chasing me thank you for that yeah totally yes. so all right so we got some time so let's do another lesson okay. another lesson for me is that affirmations and positive visualization works mm. so i have this thing on, on my iphone where every day at 305 I have this trumpet that sounds and it goes doo, 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 doo. <laughs> and it's this affirmation I wrote that says I am radio and every day at 305 all year long at 305 I hear that that go and I go I am radio <laughs> and so I keep visualizing working in a radio station like we do our show and this year I've been engineering shows more and in fact I think I started that affirmation before I started engineering other shows when Sam asked me to just do more at the station so that worked. And then also... I never knew that you did that. That is so adorable. And, but it's like this great French horn or something that they... <laughs> I think it's called... Um, what's the uh, the forest in Robin Hood? Um, Sam, you know. The forest uh, that Robin Hood is... Forest. Yes. It's called Sherwood Forest, I think. It goes... Duh, 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 duh. Anyway, so... And why 305? Just I don't know. I, three is my one of my favorite numbers. So I just figured, yeah, I don't know. 305 is when I do it. But anyway, um, and so, um, uh, and then, um, and then something that I, I tell clients all the time is to use an affirmation that you can make double the money in half the time. And that's something that had happened for me this year. I had more money come my way. Um, I just started, I just booked a voiceover a couple weeks ago for the first time in a while. Really good money, really fun job. It was so much fun to work with these people at this agency. And we just had a great time doing this gig. And so all these affirmations that I do, you know, um, just visualizing better things 
work this year. Mm-hmm. Good for you. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And thanks for the reminder because I forget sometimes and I do believe that as well. But I also find, um, and this is my challenge. And I've even read about this when you read about law of attraction or manifesting or whatever, is that, um, you have to be in the vibration, ideally be in the vibration of that thought. And sometimes I get very stuck on that. If I'm in a bad way, it's hard for me to get into the feeling and not intellectualize it. So good yeah. on you. And I can completely attest to the fact that it works. Yeah. You know, I remember long time ago when I had one of my greatest professional at the time achievements and I was working as a producer. I was very intent on being on camera at the time I cared about such things. Now I just like being behind the microphone. Right. Um, and I was, uh, working on, um, I had a, I could see there was a little bit of an opportunity an open door for maybe to get an on camera job on VH1. Um, but I was a behind the scenes producer and I was working at another network too. That's a separate story. I remember going away. Um, I was on some lovely trip over Christmas break. I was in the, literally like in the, in Annapurna, like in the Himalayan mountains. And every day I would visualize VH1 in the side of the mountain, uh-huh. um, way across in a distance. And uh-huh. when I came back, I got that job and got that opportunity. There you go. 15 minutes. Um, you know, it's been a while, but yes, I, I completely agree with you. That's a really nice one. Nice yeah. reminder. Yeah. Yeah. So how about you? What's another lesson? Um, let's see here. Uh, this one, this one's been going on for a long time. Um, I've only finally at the ripe age of 53 really gotten it in a deep way, um, which is to stop chasing, to stop chasing, to stop working, trying to hard when things are not clicking. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it comes in the form of men. It comes in the form of jobs. It comes in the form of connections, relationships, experiences, situations, because I've always been such a self starter. And a lot of my careers had to have been like created on its own rather than just the good old fashioned conventional job. Yeah. Knocking on doors, doing it yourself, selling yourself, making connections, being unabashed and trying to make an opportunity happen. Um, you know, with men, it's not like I chase, literally <laughs> chase men. Right. Um, but there are times where I gave the wrong people way too much space in my heart, in my mind with hope that something would come back right. and re and restart. Um, these are things that I'm rushing because we're about to go to break. We could talk about it a little bit more when we come back. Yeah. Um, but when everything feels like it's getting hard in one very concentrated period of time like yeah. this past year or two has been yeah and everything feels like my head is, is hitting against a brick wall we know that that means that you're you know one is not not moving in the right direction right um and i also just got exhausted with friendships too certain people where i was trying too hard or trying to fix things so i've really worked to just trust that i don't need to do that and just to let it go and the things that are supposed to show up always do yeah yeah it's like go with the flow and then that expression a friend said to me once about you don't have to chase a butterfly, just sit still and let the right. butterfly land, land on, on your me. shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Which right. is a beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Thank you yeah. for reminding me of that one. Yeah. too. It's beautiful. Yeah. So with that, we're going to go to break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Robin Callie show. If you want to call in tonight, apparently we, we had 10 countries listening simultaneously tonight at once, which I think is a record for us. So that's yeah. fantastic. So around the world or in the States, wherever you are, if you want to call in and join the conversation, the number is 877-480-4120. We're coming to you live from talkradio.myc. We love our name. Sam, great job getting that domain. Yes, Dude, exactly. I was listening to PLJ the other day and they're like, W plj.myc i'm like yeah we got talk radio <laughs> bitch <laughs> drop the mic yeah um, so and I'll, let's welcome hungry in spain because you know i like to take i like to, i'm arm, i'm an armchair arm chair traveler these days right right so yeah welcome all the countries around the world so moving on with lessons that we've learned this is our audio wrap-up of the year it's your <laughs> audio yearbook <laughs> So to say, for for our show and and lessons that Cal and I have learned, a lesson that I learn, which I learn every year, and it's one of the goals every year, is to have fun. Nice. Make sure that I have fun, break mm-hmm. it up. And what I wanted to add to that is take chances and have fun, mm-hmm. because I've talked about on the show going to meetup groups, single events, um, you know, meeting girls there, going dancing, going to you know live bands or or whatever it may be to make sure that we take time for fun. And 
I have a list of self-care, uh, a note on my iPhone that I, I, my, I'm on the Rob plan, which is I try and meditate three times a week. I try and get to the gym three times a week and I try and get support three times a week of some kind. Mm-hmm. And, um, so with that, I added fun to that list. Like I marked down all the times where I've taken fun because there are times where, you know, I can get into, you know, just working too much, sometimes. focusing on the bills, yeah. getting too weighed down by life stuff, life stuff and forgetting about the fact that we're here to enjoy life. And so this year was really a great reminder of doing that, taking chances, getting outside my comfort zone and doing new things and making sure to focus on fun. Yeah, it sounds so, I'd say this with love, it sounds so trite and obvious, and I don't, you know, um, in that you'd think that we all could remember that, and we don't, and it's such an important thing to remember. And it's day-to-day, moment-to-moment, too. It doesn't have to be some big festive plan that you have, you know, or trip that you take or whatever. It's just in the way you, you know, laugh at yourself or, you know, enjoy a stranger on the street. I mean, it can be very little moments too beyond all the big ones, but that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm having fun right now. Okay, good. Me too. I always have fun in here with you. Actually, that is the one great thing about the show. If no one listened, we would still enjoy (laughs) it. We'd still be doing it. We'd still be having fun. Which is so nice because I don't think we say that about a lot of other things. That's always that magical question. Like if you had all the money in the world and you didn't have to think about anything, what's your thing? What's your art form? What's your thing? What's your creative outlet? Yeah. This is... This is a high, this is high yeah. on the list. Yeah, you well, know? and that's why the high point in my year was really engineering, yeah. co-hosting the show that night, and just being in the studio here. And I just want to put out to somebody who may be thinking about doing something on their bucket list, or maybe you know they've been visualizing a goal and they're not sure if they're ever going to get there. You know, we talked about this show a long time, and sometimes we talk about the show and we both have had a tough day or things going on, but there's something spiritual that happens where about an hour before the show, I start getting in a really good place (laughs) in a really good zone. Mm -hmm. And by the time the music starts, like I am so excited to be here like a little kid. Yeah. Every time when I just look at you every time, there's times where I've had to drag my butt here for a variety of different reasons. I wasn't in the mood. I wasn't, you know, I had to drive in, whatever it was. And every time, um, it's always, you know, it's still, there's, oh, there's still even resistance. And this is like a fun, you know, wonderful, loving experience that we have. Yeah. So push through your stuff. You know, I think it really, it does make a difference. It really does. It's worth it. Yeah. Um, one of my other lessons is the importance of a daily practice. It's something that, again, it sounds so obvious if you're, you know, in any sort of personal growth, spiritual, whatever ride, Um, it's, you know, these are words they could bandied about a lot. I had not committed to it to the degree that I have this year. And I would say a lot of it came from all the the darkness and the challenges that I had. Um, and you know, often that's when you find your, you pursue your healing to the, to that degree. Right. So, but to really commit to doing it every day, um, and to learn the value of, for me, it's meditation, sometimes a little bit of prayer, just getting quiet, often involves nature, but definitely meditation, which I even did in the car in the parking lot of a gas station in LA the other day when I was waiting for a friend. Um, and so it doesn't matter where it is. It doesn't have to be the most romantic thing, but just to get quiet and to quiet the noise in your mind and to get, you know, and it it does become, there's a cumulative almost muscle, the sweet spot that I really feel that develops. So now when I'm in the middle of the night and I wake up and my brain wants to go to concerns and worries about people or things or money or whatever it is, I can go right back to that spot in my sort of my third behind my third eye in my mind, which is just kind of where my eyes or, you know, my mind goes when I meditate Uh and it really helps to sort of quiet, have everything fall off. Yeah. Um, it also helps to sort of hear answers. It's physically good for you. It reduces stress. There's plenty of quantifiable, you know, there's lots of research on all of the benefits of meditating. So it doesn't matter what kind you do or what it is, or you don't have time. I've had a lot of friends that um, I've asked lately, do you meditate? Oh, I don't, I wouldn't make a good meditator. Well, that's exactly the point. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be good at that. The point is there is nothing to be good at and it's not about judging it and it's not about achieving anything and it's not about getting enlightened because once you get caught in that, you're doing exactly the opposite of what the intention. It's simply to sit and quietly observe yourself and be a conscious observer to your life and it starts um it really does start extending into all other kind of areas you know so i can't impress that enough i'm just i'm grateful that i've bothered yeah you know 
yeah, it's important to get grounded and get centered and, and find peace. I find that one of the most important things to me in life is peace of mind. I just want peace a lot of times, you know? Um, and so meditation is so important. It's funny because when I mention it to clients a lot or friends I'm talking to and they're upset a lot or going through a problem, I'm like, do you meditate? And they're usually like, oh, I should. I don't do that, you know? And so I love to distill it down to five minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, just yep. take five minutes and sit still. You can look at the clock. You don't have to have your eyes closed. You can have your eyes open. Pay attention to your breath for five minutes that's meditating, mm -hmm. or that's one form of meditation mm -hmm. that's really helpful. Mm -hmm. You could do it when you're walking, you could do it riding a bike. I think yeah. my friend that I was, uh, my oldest friend on the planet, I was I had a beautiful hike with him the other day, and he's like, well, I don't meditate, but I hike every day. And I said, well, that is, you know, that's a meditation for you then, yeah. potentially, as long as you're just, you know, trying to pay attention to your breath and not your thoughts getting yeah. out of your head as much as possible. Yeah, you know? yeah. So cool. I like that lesson. What else have you learned this year, my dear, Robbie well, Kay? Let's see. What else? Um, so I also learned that sometimes it's really good to observe. That um, sometimes I don't have to get caught up in the drama going on or whatever behaviors going on ah. or whatever people may be doing or not doing. And sometimes it's good for me to emotionally detach, get centered on the inside like you were just talking about and be within myself and just observe things going on rather than getting involved. I grew up a big fixer and a people pleaser. I wanted everyone to get along. I, I'd love to jump into a fight. And, and sometimes growing up, I had to break up fights, you know, in the family and, and, um, and so I, I took on that role and I got used to it. And now, like, I'm learning to let people work it out themselves or whatever sort of insanity is going on. I don't have to be a part of it. You know, I can just keep in my space and, and observe things. And there's a real power in observance. And I was just thinking about President Obama, that I think he oh, wow. does a lot of that. Yes. He does a lot of observing, thinking about things. And then acting on it. And I kind of admire that. I, I'm learning to do the same thing. Yeah. I think he's gotten a lot of grief for it, too, because it it, um, it can get it can be mistaken as passivity or being too uh, methyl, methyl. What's the word? Methyl, methodical. Methodical. Yeah. Thank you. And, you know, in your thinking and in your action when it really is not that we know him. Yeah. Well, you know him personally. I don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, me and, me and Brock. Um, but I think that's a really That time I was playing it. hoops over in D.C. <laughs> I was like, dude, I won't tell anybody about this. <laughs> Who won? Of course him. I'm going to let the president <laughs> <looking> win. <laughs> um, but I do think that that's a good, you know, that's a really nice point to the idea of sort of breaking up the pattern, like lifting yourself out of the homeostasis of whatever that dynamic is that you might you know that you're that you're plugged into or a history where you might have behaved a certain way yeah and sort of changing it up and you know um extricating yourself from the predictable participation of it yeah right yeah um i know you well so i think i i think i know a few examples of where you know where you've done that lately yeah, yeah. um and i and i totally second that I, I still have to learn that because i um I know the value of it, but there's times where with certain people, like the ones closest to me, my, you know, um, I can still get caught up in trying to behave in a certain way or please in a certain way. And it's very, it's a discipline. It's a practice to yeah. pull yourself out of that and sort of change it up. When we talk about self-growth on the show, I think it's a real sign of growth. It's like, you know, we talk about growing up. Mm -hmm. And for me, that has been part of my growing up mm -hmm. has been, okay, let me let everyone be who they are mm -hmm. and I don't have to get involved, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Amen, brother. Amen. Um, okay. So let's see what else have I got here. Uh, what else did you learn? <laughs> These are things I think I've been trying to learn for, <laughs> for decades and maybe have just like cracked the code a little more than, you know, than I have in the past. So I won't say that I've mastered any of the aforementioned. I just want to be clear about that. Just trying work in progress. Um, this one is, it's, it's similar to meditation, but it has to do with sort of mindfulness and non-attachment. Um, I've been reading a lot of books, you know, Buddhist books this year and really practicing, um, again, having to do with staying out of the mind, you know, I think it was the Dalai Lama who spoke, uh, sometime maybe half a year ago and I don't remember to whom it was, might've been a group of business or whoever it was. 
and you know everybody's looking for enlightenment and what is it you know please tell us the secret and he said i'm no different from you except that my mind is quieter it was something to that effect right. you know right. um so with that comes sort of non-attachment and the idea that you can find that that quiet space in between all the stuff that's going on that you're experiencing it and also um it comes in the form of you know, we're human beings, so we naturally chase joy and want to avoid pain, right? I right. mean, that's our primal, normal human tendency. But non-attachment and mindfulness suggest that you live in between those two things because they just take you on a whole ride and roller coaster that never really has anything to do with your inner joy and peace and solitude and stillness anyway, right? Right. Um, it's all temporary. Joy feels really good. Oxytocin levels that rise feel really good. Right. Pleasure feels really good. We love all that. I still am a, I'm a hedonist. I chase all that um, on some level. And then, you know, avoiding pain. But to sit with all of it and just sort of find that quiet little um, gentle space inside of it um, has really helped me. Right. And it come and also comes in the form of mindfulness. So I could be driving and, you know, at just being aware and awake with every moment that you're having in its super presence. You're driving instead of getting, you know, thinking about where you're going to or what pissed you off in the morning. Look at the street lights and look at the people on the side of the street and think about the speed that your car is going. You know, it's that kind of a thing. Yeah. It's chewing the raisin 30 times to really taste it, you know? Right. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's really, you know, the powers in the now, you know, mm-hmm. and it's all about slowing down. Even on this show, if I find myself on the inside getting anxious about what we're going to talk about next yes. segment or whatever, yep. I'm like, no, go back to the conversation. Just listen to Callie. And I think it's a good reminder for everybody listening mm-hmm. that whatever you're doing to slow down, you know, even after this show ends and you find yourself, you're hanging out with a bunch of people, like really try and be present in the moment and just enjoy that. So with that, we're going to be coming back after these messages. (laughs) You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Welcome back to our final quarter of our final show for 2016. If you'd like to join us, you still have another 12, 15 minutes, people. Come on. We want one more call for 2016. That would be so lovely if you want to share your highs, your lows, any lessons that you'd like to imbue upon the planet. We'd love to hear from you. Our and number, you, can, you can anonymize your name. You can pretend you're somebody else. Yeah, no you can one's make up a name. Na- you can yeah, tell. Um, 877 uh, so we're talking about our lessons for the year, our year-end, re- our psychic, spiritual, emotional year-end review, right? Mm-hmm. Would you like to go next? Well, or I do think, you want me to- no, go ahead. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I want to hear what else you learned. <laughs> um, I think it's more like what I've been learning to sort of really in, uh, try to practice more. I would say one of my top ones, I'm st- really still working on this, man, nowhere close to doing it as actively as I'd like, is surrender and acceptance mm. and just really allowing things to happen and just to roll and just to go with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, <laughs> I think every time I, when we're on the show, I get these flashbacks. My long-term memory is, and my, where, where my short-term memory might lack for what I had for breakfast today, right. my long-term memory is like so super annoyingly um, loud. And so now, even as I just said that sentence, I'm thinking about a high school slash rolled over into college boyfriend and they used to have this expression, go with the flow, just go with the flow. And, you know, it's not a new expression, but it always right. annoyed me because I found it to be like too light and too breezy and too throwaway. And I'm like, what do you mean go with the, you know, it just sounded too. Um, I think I said that earlier in the show when you were oh, talking did, about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Not resisting. Right. Um, okay. Yes, you did. Yeah. So, but at, um, at the time. You're I like re- that expression you use, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just that it's, just I, I didn't realize the gravity of it. Again, yeah. sometimes these things get thrown out into the, you You're know, like, main. it's too light. It's it too yeah, simple. It's like, well, compl- it's, well, right. What's too simple, you right, know? Right. Um, which is, you know, something my dad always says is like, keep it simple, stupid. And again, I used to get annoyed, like, oh, that's just so simplistic. And how can you be so? But it, but it's true, you know, okay. it just so um, circling back to just trying to allow life to happen rather than navigating life and not in a way that's passive where you can still keep your eye on the prize and desire what you want in a quiet sort of way inside of you and just keep moving toward whatever your goals or desires or aspirations are of course right um but in the process 
stress of it maybe not happening or something going awry or taking a left turn instead of a right turn or difficult, challenging things happening is just to surrender and to remember that there really is a larger, more beautiful, perfect um, plan at play. You know, I really believe that there is. And I need to tell myself that because I forget a lot. Right. Right. I forget the trust. Right. I only have the trust when I see direct evidence of it, which I have countless times throughout my life. But if I'm not seeing that direct evidence of it every two seconds, I freak out and then I forget to trust it. So I'm learning to, you know, get out of that fear and just keep accepting everything as it unfolds. Right. Right. You're looking at me like, well, no, because I, I no, I'm so I'm trying to like just formulate what you're saying. So it's kind of like the universe has a plan or there is like a logical order in the universe that is playing out on Earth, that kind of thing. Yeah. Even when it doesn't look that way to our earthly eyes. Right. But even to stay away for those people who might find that too airy fairy and woo woo um, it's just to really um, try, like you said, that it's just to to keep a soft space around most things that are happening to you because you move through things for, be, you know, Hard things and easy things better when this when this when the energy is soft. Right. And by soft, I mean by accepting it and surrendering to it rather than resisting it and trying to control it and being frustrated by it or trying to, you know, escape it. Right. It's just to really accept everything that's showing itself to you and presenting itself to your life. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I I agree with all that. You know, I think it's something that we're all trying to practice. Um, so, yeah, good lesson. Yeah. Um, I think another lesson for me is that good things happen. Good things happen. And this year I had a lot of good things happen. I had a really great year and I feel very blessed, very fortunate. Um, very grateful that I hung in there for some of the mm-hmm. good stuff to come my way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some days were challenging where I was like, I just don't think this is going to happen for me. And, um, even if I still think that about my, my singledom, um, you know, sometimes I, I remember that good things happen and then I have hope and I have faith that eventually I'll meet someone and, you know, make a a home with, um, so yeah, good things happen. I had a lot of good things happen. Again, you know, we've talked about the radio station, just being a part of the station has been wonderful. Absolutely. And it's just been great. Sam does such a great job, you know keeping things going here and you know the opportunity that we have to talk to people and to share our thoughts and feelings and laughs you know is fantastic Mm -hmm. um and we get free advice and and commercial breaks before and after the show too that's right we get we get worldly wisdom worldly sam wisdom which is always a gift that's right that's right yeah sam always has some good things to say um and yeah just you know a lot of the the new people i've met in my life this year new friends you know which i've talked about being in the city moving from brooklyn making new friends and that's been and fun a fun thing and um you know this vo gig that came my way all of a sudden when i let go of voiceovers that's talking about going with the flow or letting it go if it's meant to be it'll come back to you you know i kind of let go of a vo career and then all of a sudden i'm going on more auditions than i've been on in years so um that's been a great thing um i went on a date with a girl really great girl and uh uh it i don't know i didn't hear from her and then all of a sudden she sent a text saying she had heard the show a show that we did and really liked it hoped i was well you know unexpected texts like that are always fun you going out with her again uh yeah i think so we'll see um are you just saying that because she's listening (laughs) no i'm totally giving you shit i'm totally embarrassed no she may be she may be listening if the lovely woman is listening that was totally on me and just i was just busting his butt that's all right that's all right uh so um yeah, I'm just looking. I don't want to sabotage your dating career. You, you can't do that. It's, no, it's yeah, it's you, right. look who you're look who, who you're looking yeah, at right now. No, no, no. It's it, it'll notice be how fun. quiet I get every time Rob gets really transparent and honest about his dating life. I'm like, mm-hmm, I just sit here and smile and nod. You I have know, no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but, but it's like one again. It's like you know, just taking something that's challenging and turning it into a blessing for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, if you're feeling really single these holidays, mm-hmm. so am I. You it's, are. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a loser, but you're single <laughs> anyway. So, but, uh, you're not alone and there's other people who feel the same way, mm-hmm. but yeah. And then just even for Christmas, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And a friend just invited me to a really great, uh, Christmas dinner with a bunch of his buddies in nice. Queens that he grew up with. Nice. So I'm going to hang with the boys in Queens Good. and it's like, you know, just good things happen. Mm-hmm. 
I'll take so, your word for it. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh-huh. <And laughs> Callie's like, I have nothing to respond no, with I that. Do, anyway, no, I, I'm, I'm playing. Let's I mean, go I back do. to talking about the darkness. <laughs> no, I really. The um, lessons of this year. Yeah, I, I mean, I would say, too, for me, like the high points. High points, are, again, it's more of a tone of me just feeling like I'm on the um, on the uptick again and remembering everything that you just said because I'd lost my way with that and lost my relationship with positive thinking and with good manifesting. And yeah, you t- you know, life, sometimes you take breaks and you get sidetracked and things can just get um, challenging and you kind of forget. It's harder to have the hope or get into a nice flow. And now I'm very much reminded of that because I'm coming off of, you know, having the same experience and um, just generally things have been picking up. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, for me, a high point really this year has been the show. It really has been, it's been a refuge. It's been sanctuary. It's been, um, a very pure, safe, constant expression of who me slash we are. Even when we've had our moments where we had our, you know, our growing pains, we've walked through all that together, which, you know, I love you for dearly. We always, we always appreciate that, that. Um, and thank you as well. Yeah, welcome. we both did that together. So thanks. You owe me a check for that, by the way. But um, you know, but it solidifies that clears our the balance you owed me. So <laughs> we're even. <clears throat> Sam's holding up a square card as we speak, but right. nobody can see that. And uh, you know, the other thing I want to just acknowledge too, with the last <clears throat> excuse me, few minutes that we have, <clears throat> just did I just get choked up? Not really. Um, is a, is on a macro level? You know, the world right now is in. Uh, there's always there's always challenges going on on this planet. It feels like there's a lot of energy going on right now. There's a lot of changes. There's a lot of division. There's a lot of people that are suffering in very intense ways. Sometimes, even though what we talk about is obviously honest and legitimate, um, you know, it, it also can pale to like some of the suffering that people are going through and can be a little self and we don't mean it to be self-indulgent, but on a, you know, it, it, on some level right. when you think about, it. so I just want to acknowledge that there's people that are, um, you know, in all parts of the world that are really going through a lot more and that I wish, um, I wish very good, peaceful, um, resolve and, and joy for, you know, the new year, um, and our country, you know, a lot of energy that we need to sort of sit with and just move through and know that good changes are happening and we're all bearing witness. I had a, I won't go into it now because we don't have time, had a very enlightening conversation with a dear friend of mine in Los Angeles who gave me perspective that this is going to be a roller coaster ride. There's a lot of combustible energy, but ultimately it's taking us to good things and that light always reigns supreme people, even when it doesn't feel like it is right. Even when to our earthly eyes and bodies, it might not be what we're experiencing in a moment right we have to trust that it's there right clouds just have to move on over a little bit right and i think they already are in the sense that i think we're all being reminded by this and this is you know the silver lining in the cloud or you Mm -hmm. know the blessing in disguise whatever you want to call it is that we're all being reminded to focus on our own lives and enjoying life all right so the election's over can't do much about it now we're going to roll with it and you know it's a whether you voted for trump or not it's about us enjoying our own life and focusing on ourselves and coming I, from a place of kindness and coming from a place of cohesion and love and acceptance and inclusion yeah. for other people yeah yeah you and know? what i wish for all of us for the next year is that we all don't take it too seriously and we try and keep on enjoying life and we wish peace on earth, which always sounds so cliche, but we really mean it. We really need it. More peace on earth and more peace within ourselves. Yeah. They're the same thing, aren't they? They are. Yeah. So with that, this is the end of our wow. last episode of 2016. Thank you, everybody, for Thank listening. You, we really appreciate it. Thank you, Callie. Love Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Love you. Love you guys. And we love talkradio.nyc. We hope you love it as well. Take care, Happy y'all. Happy holidays. Happy New Year.